Kitchen Party Kaylee. Celtic music from across the globe and across town. I'm Dave Baghdad, and I'm so glad you could join us. On tonight's program, we'll preview the upcoming indie area concert from Noctambule. Thanks for being here. Cade Mela Falcha. You're very welcome here for this 196th edition of the Kitchen Party Kaylee. I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and we have a great show for you. Some things you may know, and a lot you probably don't. We've got a fine assortment of new and classic music for you this evening, in addition to which, we're also going to preview the upcoming indie area appearance featuring Noctambule, the duo of Marla Feibish and Bruce Victor. In addition to their music, we'll also hear from Marla and Bruce themselves. We'll do that in just a bit, so stay tuned. First, though, we'll start with Jerry O'Connor, the brilliant banjoist from County Tipperary. Jerry's 1991 album, Time to Time, was an absolute game-changer as far as Irish banjo playing is concerned, and he's only gone on from there. His follow-up, Myriad, was released in 1999, and from that, we'll hear some supercharged reels, the Green Mountain, the Flogging Reel, and the Reconciliation. As a fledgling banjo player myself, I have to say that I'm just in awe of his technique. They really don't make them much better than Jerry, who's also a great fiddler. We'll then hear from another fine multi-instrumentalist, Doogie McLean. But first, here's Jerry O'Connor with the reconciliation set on the Kitchen Party Kaylee. Thank you. 
They had given it away Only the children of their children Know the price they had to pay And in darkness we do what we can In daylight we're oblivion Our hearts so raw and clear Darkness we do. 
what we can in daylight we're oblivion our hearts so raw and clear are turning away turning away from here in darkness we do what we can in daylight we're oblivion our hearts so Doogie McLean there with Turning Away from his 1991 album Indigenous. Doogie is the fine singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist from Dunblane, Scotland, who's been making great music for more than 40 years. An early member of both the Tannehill Weavers and Silly Wizard, Doogie released his first solo record in 1980 and has never looked back. Indigenous was recorded in Scotland and Nashville and featured stellar musicians from both sides of the Atlantic. We preceded this brilliant multi-instrumentalist with another, Jerry O'Connor, the excellent Irish banjoist and fiddler from whom we heard a set of reels, the Green Mountain, the Flogging Reel, and the Reconciliation. This track comes from Jerry's 1999 album, Myriad, which was the follow-up to his groundbreaking 1991 release, Time to Time. I mentioned at the top that we'd be previewing the upcoming house concert from Noctambule, so let's get into that right now. Noctambule, which is French for Night Owl, features Marla Fibish on mandolin, mandola, tenor guitar, and vocals, and Bruce Victor on guitar and vocals. I've known Marla for a few years now, having attended workshops she's given previously, so we're going to hear from her first in this block. In 2010, she released an album called Three Mile Stone, which featured her on mandolin, along with Aaron Schrader on fiddle and Richard Mandel on guitar. From their self-titled album, let's have the opening track, a medley of Wheels of the World, Queen of the Rushes, John Dwyer's, and Christmas Eve. We'll then move on to a song from Noctum Buell's second album, The Waking. But first, here's Three Mile Stone on The Kitchen Party, Kaylee.
You're listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WICR 88.7 FM, Indy's only homegrown Celtic music radio show. I was begotten, my father's grown wise. But he has forgotten the wind in the skies. I will not grow wise. I will not grow wise. I will not grow bottomless ditch I will not grow rich I will not grow rich I will not grow rich Oh wisdom and money How can Noctambule there, the duo of Marla Fibish and Bruce Victor with Since I Was Begotten, featuring Marla on mandola and vocals and Bruce on guitar. 
Noctambule's two recordings to date, Travel in the Shadows and The Waking, released in 2013 and 2015 respectively, consist largely of poems set to music by the duo, and the track we heard from The Waking is no exception, having been based on a poem from Stephen Vincent Benet. Before that, we heard from Three Mile Stone, the group which featured Marla on mandolin along with fiddler Aaron Schrader and guitarist Richard Mandel. That was a medley of Wheels of the World, Queen of the Rushes, John Dwyer's, and Christmas Eve, the lead track on their 2010 CD, Three Mile Stone. I had the chance to speak with Marla and Bruce about their forthcoming third album together and also their upcoming May 4th appearance at a house concert in our area. Let's give that a listen right now on The Kitchen Party, Kaylee. Well, we're very excited about your upcoming house concert in the area. As are we. Haven't been to Indianapolis before, so it's a first for us. Well, welcome in advance. We're going to talk a little bit about your great new album, but Marla, I've always enjoyed the story that you told about how you acquired your first mandolin. Maybe you could share that with our listeners. (laughs) I'd be happy to. I love to tell that story, actually. So when I first became interested in playing music, and in particular in learning to play Irish music, I was a college student at UC Berkeley, Cal, at the time, And I remembered and remembered fondly that my grandfather had played the mandolin and he had passed away a few years prior. And I knew that my aunt had gathered together all his instruments and was storing them at her house. And coincidentally, she was a grad student at Cal at the same time. So I contacted her and I said, hey, can you bring me one of Grandpa's mandolins? There were at least two that I knew of. And she said, sure, I'll meet you on campus. And she met me on campus and handed me this case, which I now know is sort of the iconic Gibson A-style old original case. I knew absolutely nothing at the time, but she slipped me this case, and I said, great, thanks, see you later. And then I took it to a local music store, and I said, what do I need to do with this thing, right? Because it didn't have all its strings, and etc. And they opened the case, and they looked at it, and they said, you want to sell it? <laughs> I said, no, I want to play it. <laughs> The funny thing is that, you know, one of the mandolins that he had was a lovely old bullback Italian, probably from the 1890s or something, with the beautiful inlay and the tortoise shell pickguard and the whole works. Absolutely gorgeous, utterly unplayable, and it looked beautiful on top of their piano. So she brought me the ugly one. So, Marla, when you and I first met each other, you had a long-standing reputation as a very accomplished session player. And now with this duo that you and Bruce have, it's very much more introspective. It's a lot quieter. It seems to be a fair bit removed from banging away on jigs and reels at a session. What is the philosophy of the duo? What the guiding motive is? Wow. (laughs) thought about how we sort of came together as a, as a duo. It's a very interesting question, and I think the philosophy has been a kind of ever-changing landscape and a work in progress, and hopefully it will continue to be like that. Basically, a little bit of a difference in story, depending who you ask, whether Marla said, by the way, I have some original music, whether I asked or she had told me, but I had heard some of her settings of poetry to music in her kitchen one evening, and I listened to it, and and prior to this, I actually ran a house concert series, and I had heard lots and lots and lots of music, and I thought, this is the only music I really feel I have to be a part of. So in a wildly self-serving way, I said, listen, you know, you're playing these gorgeous things on these kind of high-twinkly instruments. 
I think what you need is a, a guitar player who plays in low and alternate tunings to sort of, you know, both complement and round out the sound. And I, I just so happened to know one. And I said, give me three of your songs. I'll see what I can do with them. And only one of two things will happen. One is that you'll hate it. And I give you a better than 50-50 chance of that. And if that's the case, I will thank you for letting me mess around on this stuff that you haven't really shown anybody. Or you won't hate it. And then let's see what we can do together with it. And mercifully, Marla did not hate it. And what that led to was a series of experimentations with different kinds of string combinations, textures, even genres of music, because my traditional music background is, well, in Motown, being from Detroit. So that, in a somewhat verbose nutshell, is how it started and some of the uh, philosophy behind the philosophy. Do you want to... Yeah, yeah, if I could, to distill from that, is that we didn't exactly come together around playing Irish music. But it being home base for me, if you will, my center, it has wormed its way into our music together because I can't not play Irish music. But how we play it comes out of a place of the exploration that Bruce talked about. So it's different again, exactly as you put it, and I love the way you put it. It's not banging away at a, at a session. It's coming closer, listening quietly, and using really the capabilities of the instruments, really embracing the mandolin for what it can offer the music, rather than just trying to keep up and be heard at a session, if you will, banging away, you know, <laughs> which is fun too, believe me. Well, the nice thing about the record for somebody like me who spends a substantial amount of time absolutely immersed in Celtic music is that there's still plenty of interesting musical moments for people like me to grab onto while still being able to appreciate the beauty of the arrangements and the thoughtfulness of the settings and all that. Cool. That's wonderful. That's very gratifying, yeah. The new one that we're working on now that we won't have out yet when we're there has a lot more traditional repertoire on it, but it's unmistakably us is the other half of that, right? Well, let's talk a little bit about that unmistakable aspect. And the one I want to zone in for the moment is, Bruce, I have seen you tune a guitar in ways that for me would be like trying to speak Mandarin Chinese while being underwater. How on earth did you develop some of those tunings? Thank you for that question. I think one of the highest compliments I ever got at a gig was somebody coming up to me at halftime saying, what the hell are you doing? Anyway, basically, it started after 20-something years of playing at Standard with Dadgad trying to be John Renborn, essentially. And I realized that the stuff I liked in his stuff was Dadgad and alternate tunings, and I got myself a teaching tape and never went back to Standard after that. It was 15 years. But, you know, that's one of the great things about a guitar. There's no arguing with a piano, you know. I mean, you can sort of say, let's fool with this. Whereas a guitar, the possibilities are infinite. So, in terms of my own influences, uh, you know, there are people like John Renborn, who played a dadgad, played in all sorts of other, how should we say, unscheduled tunings, you know, CF, CF, CG. And then the more guitaristy type of influences like Michael Hedges, who played in easily over 20 different tunings. And so what I did was, realizing that it wasn't a felony to mess around that much, started playing in different kinds of C tunings to different kinds of D tunings and trying to get 
the tonality and texture that seemed to match the song that we were working on, or for that matter, the tune that we were working on. So given that most of our music is pretty modal, you know, to try and see what both enhances it and complements it simultaneously. So for people who want to learn about your CDs or, Marla, where you'll be teaching or they want to arrange to take a Skype lesson with you, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? So there are two websites. There's the Noctambule website, which is noctambulemusic.com. On that one, I don't list all the information about my teaching. All that information lives on marlafibish.com. And on that, it lists you know, how to reach me for take a Skype lesson or to sign up for the video-based lessons available on Peghead Nation, which is a fantastic video-based teaching website that I'm their Irish mandolin teacher. In late June, we'll be touring in Oregon and Northern California, taking a drive up as far as Portland and then back down, hopefully on the inland route to looking for some, some additional gigs there. So, and then, yeah, and then off to Swannanoa in July, uh-huh. Lark Camp, well, ideally, the album will be out in July as yeah. well. And then uh, in the fall, there's another music camp where I'm teaching called Portal Irish Music Week, which is a beautiful camp. It's held in southeastern Arizona in the Chiricahua Mountains. And it's a lovely, lovely environment that combines music and hiking and nature and really quite an experience there. Very small, intimate, intensive learning experience combined with fantastic nature and hiking and stargazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, Marla and Bruce, thanks so much for being with us here today, and we are really looking forward to seeing you both here in town. Thank you. We're looking forward to being there and to seeing you, Dave. Absolutely. My conversation there with Marla Feibish and Bruce Victor, known collectively as Noctambule, who will be visiting us in the area soon. As I mentioned earlier, they'll be doing a house concert at Lou Truex's place near Carmel on Thursday, May 4th. The evening begins with social time at 6 p.m., followed by the show from 7 to 9. The suggested donation is $20, cash only, which goes to the performers, and reservations are required. You can reserve your seat by contacting Lou via email at ltruex at yahoo.com, or you can phone him at 317-437-1181, and I'll share this info on the Kitchen Party Kaylee Facebook page. There are still some seats remaining, but don't wait too long. Let's set the mood now with another track from The Waking, Marla and Bruce's 2015 release. This time, we'll hear Mad Girl's Love Song, adapted from a poem by Sylvia Plath and featuring Marla on tenor guitar and vocals and Bruce on guitar, joined by Arya Frankfurter on cello. We'll then have some polkas from Marla along with Jimmy Crowley on bazooki, but first, here's another from Noctambule on The Kitchen Party Kaylee.
Two tracks there featuring Marla Feibisch, who, along with her husband and duo partner, Bruce Victor, will soon be coming to Indy for a special house concert. First up there, we heard from Noctambule, 
Marla and Bruce's duo, Mad Girls Love Song, from their 2015 album, The Waking. We followed that with a couple of polkas, The Saucy Polka and Nelly, featuring Marla on mandolin and Jimmy Crowley on bazooki, from Marla and Jimmy's 2011 duo album, The Morning Star. Remember, plan to join Marla and Bruce at their May 4th house concert, the details of which are on the Kitchen Party Kaylee Facebook page. Hope to see you there. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Kitchen Party Kaylee, Indy's only homegrown Celtic music radio program, airing every Sunday at 10 p.m. right here on WICR The Diamond, 88.7 FM. I'm glad you're here. You can also hear the Kitchen Party Kaylee and Highlander Radio four times a week. Tune in to CelticRadio.net and hear the show on Monday, Friday, and Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and for you night owls, on Thursday at 3 a.m. I want to mention that I've entered into a relationship with Patreon.com, which allows our listeners to support the program on an ongoing basis, something we always appreciate. If you want to learn more, please visit Patreon at P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash K-P-C. I also want to let you know about a session in town at the Bent Rail Brewery, 5301 North Winthrop in Indianapolis. It takes place every Sunday from 2 to 5 p.m., and I'll be hosting every second Sunday. There's no cover, so come on out and join us. I just want to remind you that if you happen to miss one of our broadcasts, there are five different ways that you can hear the show on a later date. Our podcasts are available at iTunes, at Google Play Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and of course at our website, which is kpc-radio.com. If you have any questions about any of that or anything else that you hear on the program, drop me an email to kitchenpartykaylee at gmail.com. We've time for one more block, so let's enjoy a set from Chrissy Crowley, the fiddler from Marguerite, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Chrissy is a member of COIC, but she's also released three fine solo recordings, and from the second of these, The Departure, we'll hear a pair of Strathspeys, The Warlock, and compliments to Cameron Chisholm into three reels. Tar Bolton Lodge, Keep It Up, and Ms. Muir McKenzie. She's backed here by Jason Roach on piano and Ian Hayes on guitar. We'll follow that with a song from Luca Bloom, but first, here's Chrissy Crowley with the Chisholm Influence on The Kitchen Party, Kaylee.
Hello everyone, this is Maz O'Flaherty from Dingle Record Shop in Ireland and I would love to say Falter Overstock that you're all welcome to the Kitchen Party Cayley and enjoy every single moment of it with Dave Baghdad and have a great time and slong fall until we meet again. Sweet smell of gorse in the summer The touch of blue mountains so near The blood rush of horses at sunrise The song of the old oak I hear your blue-belled woodlands I've rambled I've seen swallows preparing to fly And rested my tired old heartaches In a cradle below your big sky
Luca Bloom there with Liffy Side from his 2014 album Head and Heart. This record comes to us via the good folks at Compass Records. Luca was born in County Kildare as Barry Moore, the younger brother of Christy Moore of Planksty. Luca slash Barry began performing in 1969 at the age of 14 as a support act for his brother. He released his first solo album a decade later, and then, a decade after that, in 1987, he moved to the U.S. and changed his name to Luca Bloom. In the 30 years since then, he's released 19 albums and is still going strong into his 60s. Before Luca, we had a rousing set from Cape Breton fiddler Chrissy Crowley. We started with two Strathspeys, The Warlock and Compliments to Cameron Chisholm, into three reels, Tarbolton Lodge, Keep It Up, and Ms. Weir McKenzie. This medley comes from her 2010 album, The Departure. We're getting near the end of our show for today. I hope you've enjoyed our time together, and I look forward to having you join us again next week. Reach us by email at kitchenpartykaylee, that's all one word, and Kaylee is C-E-I-L-I-D-H at gmail.com, by Twitter at at KPC underscore radio, or through our Facebook page. You can find podcasts and playlists from all of our shows at iTunes, Google Play Music, TuneIn, and at kpc-radio.com. For our final track this week, we'll hear once more from Marla Feibisch and Bruce Victor as Noctambule with Bastardo's Waltz. Until next time, I'm your host, Dave Baghdad, and I thank you for listening. We'll see you here again on Sunday at 10 p.m. right after the folk sampler. Slan Ogat.
You've been listening to The Kitchen Party Kaylee on WICR 88.7 FM. This program was made possible by support from donations from the Friends of The Kitchen Party Kaylee. We hope that you'll join us again next Sunday at 10 p.m. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is written, produced, and hosted by Dave Baghdad and was recorded at EMAS Studios in Broad Ripple. The Kitchen Party Kaylee is a fortnight production. Thanks for listening.